Hey y'all, it's time to take a brew break. I'm Keela from Keela D. Subcreation, sharing my favorite stories 11 points at a time. You can look forward to English major insights, fangirl freakouts, and biblical tidbits as I dive deep into fiction and nonfiction stories in any form. Now grab a brew and join me for Elevensies. Hello, this is Keila. This is Elevensies, and today I have a very special guest. Uh, today I am chatting with Paul Minyard, aka the person behind Sketchy Sermons, who I'm sure you've seen all over social media. So, hello, Paul. How's it going? Hey, Keila. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm super humbled to be here. Thanks for wanting to have me on. Of course. I'm so glad you're here. All right. So. First things first, we got to talk about your 11Z's beverage of choice. What did you bring today? Yeah, so if we would have had some, I would have brought an orange aid from Green Cola, but we were all out. So I've got a orange Zevia, which is one have... of the no sugar soda things. Are they are they good? They're good. If you're if you're into stevia, like if you can handle stevia, it's I pretty am. good. Yes. Yeah. Then they're good. I For the longest time, I wasn't a stevia fan. Like it was way too much. I don't know. It's got that weird stevia alcohol, sugar alcohol thing. But for mm -hmm. some reason, zevias are perfect and they work out great. And mm. I can drink all the orange soda I want to. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, I have a very large very strange concoction do you see how big this cup is oh my word that is so much <laughs> my husband stopped by the gas station today and brought the monstrosity home it wow is a... what's a that says qt what's a qt it is a quick trip gas station and they have this little tea bar and they have all sorts of fun flavors so this is a raspberry passion fruit half and half concoction and it's amazing Oh, wow. That's awesome. And yeah. also you'll be going to the bathroom all night, <laughs> just yes. constantly running back and forth. Just <laughs> definitely. I am not planning on drinking that entire thing right now. That's why there's no ice in it. I can have some now and then the rest tomorrow and it won't be watered down. It'll be great. Uh, that's why I always laugh. Like you, you get that advice, like you should drink a gallon of water today, a, a day. And it's like, there's no way you're just running to the bathroom every five minutes, which if you think about is also healthy for you because it's getting you active. Right. So. Mm, well, you gotta good just point. Move all day long. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I'm going to spread this out over a couple of days. No worries. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let's just jump into it. That was question number one, technically. So question number two is tell us a little bit about yourself and your story. Yeah, so uh, like Keila said, my name is Paul. I run an Instagram art experiment called Sketchy Sermons, where I draw interesting people who say interesting things, usually Christians. Um, and there I post uh, drawings of people, quotes, comics, sketch notes, a whole wide variety of different things that I've been doing here for a couple of years now. I love that. Um, so what was your idea? Like, What led you to start doing this? Uh, well, it actually started in church. Uh, I found myself drifting quite a bit and not paying attention. And I started drawing in church and, you know, almost like just doodling. But I found when I would do that, um, I would actually pay attention to the sermon more. Uh, from there, I kind of picked up this, this method of 
uh, drawing and note taking called sketch noting that Mike Rohde made kind of popular. He's got a whole book out on it, but it's this idea of uh, instead of taking like detailed notes on topics, it's kind of you combine art with notes and kind of simplify messages and that really, really appealed to me. So I started doing that at church. I started posting them online. Uh, and then it just kind of grew a little bit by a little bit. Um, and then I finally made my way over to Instagram. Usually it was like Facebook stuff like, hey, guys, mm -hmm. look at this. Look at this picture I posted. But it was enough to where I was like, well, let me hop on Instagram and see what happens. And it kind of took off. So it's been uh, it's been a fun ride for the last couple of years, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love that. Uh, the fact that doodling can actually help you focus more. So have you always been an artist or is this something you just happened upon in the middle of church? I've always been a doodler. Like I didn't I didn't go to school for art or anything. I mean, I, I took a drawing class in high school, but I've always kind of been the guy that, you know, I, I write software during the day and I'm, I'm usually the guy that takes the dry erase marker to the board, basically because I could draw a cube instead of a box, you know, that kind of thing. So I've always been kind of that guy that like, yeah. oh, Paul could draw a little bit. Um, but it really didn't start clicking for me until I started doing this online and getting consistent and doing it over and over again. So, um, yeah, no formal art education, but I'm getting there. But I seem to have all the insecurities that an artist person has. So may maybe for I'm sure. there already. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the personas have have the thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, uh, let me just say you are awesome and you have handled certain artistic things that even like well-known artists struggle with like hands like eyes ears yeah <laughs> you do a great job at oh <laughs> uh, well thank you it's still a struggle but <laughs> getting getting there slowly <laughs> there's a lot uh, of like well i'm just gonna post this and we'll see what happens so for sure not for there sure. yet that's that's totally great. I uh, love how you also post like the process video with it. And so you are kind of showing like you going through it and sometimes erasing things. And so I think that's really cool how you're sharing that part and not just the final like here it is in all of its glory. You're showing us how you got there, which is which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, thanks. It's kind of a freebie because Procreate, I use Procreate on the iPad mm -hmm. as my main drawing app and it's kind of built in so it's one of those like oh geez i'll press this button and spit this thing out and upload that as well so it's uh yeah no i like to i like to show the process how it comes together so i because i always i'm always interested to see how other people do their art so oh for sure figure other people like it as well yeah that's pretty cool okay so uh you mentioned that you mostly share from christian speakers and authors i mean you're called sketchy sermons after all but you also share tidbits from others like Ted Lasso and Rain Wilson. So this is a two-part question. One, how do you decide which quotes to highlight? Let's start with that one. Yeah, I wish I had a good process. That's probably my most asked question. Um, <laughs> when I come across things on the internet, I, I kind of capture them, right? So if it's a tweet or an Instagram post or if I'm watching a movie or, you know, like Ted Lasso, they'll say something and I'm like, oh, that'd be really interesting. I'll take a note, write it down or whatnot. So I end up having this just giant folder on my desktop of ideas and things to go through. Um, if, if something hits me right away, I kind of take it and run with it. Um, other times when I don't know what I want to draw, I just kind of dive in there, you know, and honestly, every day it's a, I try to do it prayerfully. Like I don't try mm -hmm. to come at it from like, what's going to get me clout or what's going to get me follows. It's more, you know, what would be 
most interesting or what can I add to the conversation that's going on right now? Um, you know, or how can I encourage the person that I'm drawing? Um, Ooh, so yeah. each time, each, each time it's a different motivation, so to speak. I do find myself if I, if I'm, and I've done this a few times where I start going down the road of like, Oh, I should, I should draw this person. They've got a lot of followers. Like, uh, like the motivation's not there. And, sure. and I found that it's, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't, I mean, obviously I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I don't think necessarily he's like punishing me, but I, they just don't work. It's like when the motivation's yeah. wrong, um, they flop, nothing happens. It's just kind of gross. So I try to stay away from that. So, yeah. So prayerfully each time it's a, you know, random grab, or I'm just trying to add to the conversation that's happening already. I love that. So they're mostly things that you happen upon in life. It's not like people are submitting quote ideas to you. I get a fair number of those. Oh, so, I bet. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, if I do get a lot of people and by a lot, I mean like a dozen, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't get like hundreds or anything like that, but it, you know, you kind of get a trend of a bunch of people are writing in like, Hey, you should, you should do this. Or, Hey, did you see this? Or, um, you know, I try to, sometimes I try to take more note of the person rather than the actual quote. Cause sometimes sure. if you hear the same name over and over again, it's like, okay, I, I should go Something's listen to what out. this person is saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then there are sometimes, you know, somebody will send me a book or, you know, somebody will make a specific request or something like that. And sometimes I'll jump on those too. So I try not to overextend myself. I tend to be a people pleaser. So I, I try sure. to be careful not to say yes to every single request that comes in. Mm. Um, cause I've gotten myself in trouble with that sometimes, but, um, Definitely. yeah. Okay. So finally, the second part of my question, <laughs> what do you think Christians <laughs> who I feel like might be your biggest audience can learn from other secular people or characters? Yeah. So, um, I kind of follow the Proverbs two, six, like all wisdom is God's wisdom. And it doesn't mm. matter if it's, you know, Ted Lasso or Rain Wilson or, you know, Balaam's donkey, like whoever is saying something yeah. at that point, you know, mm. it's, and it's, it's good. Then, then I take it. Um, there, there are some times where I'll get a person and it's like, well, maybe I shouldn't, you know, do this, but it's, I, I try not to, I try not to only post people that I agree with hundred percent, right. I'm trying to hear yeah. other experiences and, and to see things from another perspective. Um, you know, cause we're all different. We all go through life differently. Um, and people that are different and look different and live in different places have different experiences. So I, I really try to capture that as much as I can. Um, I find when, if I just go by default, like I did this, this audit a few years ago where I'm like, Okay, somehow I like I wasn't planned, but I drew mostly white dudes. And it's mm. fine as a white dude. You know, yeah, that's that's all the information that's coming in. But I was really mm -hmm. interested in hearing from other people and seeing what their perspective perspectives are on, on issues. So, um, yeah, I don't you know, I, I, you know, like I got in a little bit of trouble with the Rain Wilson one, because obviously he's not a Christian. He's a wow. I don't, even, I don't even remember the name of the religion. A lot of people knew it, but it's I'd like never the heard it high, high religion or high. Yeah. Some, something yeah, like the that. The Baha'i. That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. And it was, you know, and, and I wasn't necessarily trying to promote his religion, but he had, he had a really good point on religion For as sure. a total. Yeah. yeah. So, so I try, you know, and it, it ruffles some feathers and it's fine, but I don't know. I, I like to listen to other people and I don't like to close off into the, the gap or to the, the, the tunnel, the, 
funnel of like just one one side of opinions, which I don't know. It's really easy to do on social media. You get it. You get oh, yeah. in your groove. You're only listening to certain people. And before you know it, you're all just saying the same words to each other. And I don't think that's really interesting at all. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I love that. Um, I would say that there's like a theme or commonality between everything that you post or most things you post is you're sharing some bit of encouragement, hope, truth. Um, why do you think it's important to share tidbits like this? For me, I mean, you know, social media by and large for me, especially when you're when you kind of get out of that friends and family part of social media, like like friends on Facebook are sharing a certain thing. But if you're kind of, a, you know, a page as opposed to a personal account, a lot of stuff's run by negativity. You know, mm -hmm. your, your virality comes from negativity, your talking points come from negativity, your your views and your follows. And it's kind of like a bunch of people poking at each other. Um, and I just really wasn't interested in doing that, you know, especially I think Instagram lends itself to a little more encouragement, you know, when you mm -hmm. get on something like Twitter, where it's like, everybody's there to fight, right? <laughs> like, Definitely. like we're here to do battle. Um, oh, yeah. And I just, I don't know, like that did, it just didn't seem like a good way to spend my day. Cause it's like this, these art pieces take anywhere from an hour to two hours, sometimes a little bit wow. longer. So I didn't want to take my day and make something and then, then somebody see it and it be a discouragement to them, you know, because mm. sometimes I'll get those requests where it's like, you should draw this picture of this person saying this dumb thing. And it's like, well, that doesn't seem like a good use of my time. Like, I would hate for me to have spent that time. And the only thing that comes out of it is somebody. make people upset it seemed a lot more rewarding and it is a lot more rewarding when people are encouraged or they're like oh wow somebody actually heard this thing I said or wow you spent time on this so um and I just I don't know I, I just think it's a better way to spend time online oh for sure for sure adding more positivity to the big negative nonsense that, <laughs> that oh, tends yeah. to hang out there <laughs> for sure for sure I had a separate question and it left my head. Oh, <laughs> I remember it. Um, so when you are actually creating the piece, are you also kind of meditating on that quote? And so you want it to be like a positive experience for you as well, right? It depends. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends on what the piece is. I mean, there's sometimes like the Rain Wilson one that was from a podcast. So I was able to listen to the podcast. I had, I had heard it before. And then I heard that quote and I pulled it and then I was able to listen to the podcast again while I was drawing cool. it. Um, and it is, it is a good time. It's like you, again, cause I'm drawing for some reason I could focus a little more. I can actually hear what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, and that that's really helpful. There's times where I'm doing, you know, sermon notes or uh, you know, I'll take quotes from YouTube videos and I'll be able to listen to those. So it's, it's, yeah, that time is, is a really, I don't want to call it a devotional time necessarily, yeah. but it is a time where I can actually listen to something that's going on and taking it in. Um, Cause even when I've done devotionals in the past, you know, like the sit down, like I'm going to sit down for 15 minutes and read. It's the same thing. Like, like my mind just goes somewhere else. Oh, for um, sure. But if the, but if the pen is moving, then I can focus. And that's, you know, this time um, the hour or two is, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it's a great time to kind of meditate on what they're saying. I'm thinking about how I feel about it. Um, and like I said, I try to be prayerful about it, about how does God want me to feel about this? How, what's sure. the important thing to pull out of this? So 
yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a, a time of reflection for sure. Yeah. I love that. I love how you re-listen to where you got the quote from while you're making the art. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. So you've touched on a couple of these things, but what good and or bad things have you experienced in response to sharing this kind of work? Uh, well, I, I will say the good definitely outweighs the bad. And there is some, <laughs> there is some bad, you know, it's, I mean, you know, there's people that you, you know, being on social media, once you start doing this stuff, you get in contact with people you never thought you'd get in contact. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, the most uh, encouraging thing is when somebody that I've drawn a long time ago will reshare what I did and oh, be like, cool. man, I still can't, I still can't believe this happened. And it's like, <laughs> like, wow, seriously, that's so cool. Like, you know, or you'll get the comments like I, and I try to save these when I get like the really impactful ones, like, like somebody, like I had drawn a picture of someone and she was like, nobody has ever done anything like this for me before. And it's Aww. like, oh, that's so sweet. Like what yeah. a nice, you know, and it's like, it's hard to, you know, and it's not like I'm necessarily doing this to fish for compliments, but you know, it's like, it's, it's really encouraging. I don't know. It's just a great experience. Cause I feel like they feel encouraged. I feel encouraged. Like, like, man, this is awesome. Um, the bad, you know, it's it is social media. So you mm -hmm. people go out of their way to make sure if if they don't agree with something that you wrote or drew, they're more than happy to express their problems oh, with yes. it. So <laughs> there's definitely some times that and, and sometimes it's actually really helpful, right? So it's like like one time I, I had a post about singles. Um, and I learned as a married person of, of 20 something years that mm -hmm. single people do not want to hear your advice if you've been married for a long time. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? They were right. I got dragged <laughs> and, you know, and looking back, I deserved it. I don't have any advice that could be useful and that, that, you know, just the way that I did it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it made a lot of sense, but other times it's like, I'll, I'll post women pastors. That's the one I get probably the most pushback oh. on, um, oh. Yeah. Women in general, especially if they're a pastor, you know, it's a lot of Timothy 212. It's a lot of mm. DMs like, like, bro, <laughs> don't you know? It's like, oh, gosh, okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, I generally operate under the primary issue, like, hey, we're all united under the idea of, of Jesus resurrecting and coming to save us all. Like, we're like, we're all good on that, right? Everything else is secondary, but some exactly. people are not <laughs> of the same opinion. So for sure, for sure. I have a friend who talks about like spine issues and rib issues. And I feel like a lot of people focus way too much on the rib issues <laughs> when we should oh. be focused on what we have in common, which is the spine. That's <laughs> a good way to put it. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting my questions. I have like certain ones written down and then I think of extra ones and then they leave my head. Oh, <laughs> Should be oh, I was. I know. I. I if should you're be doodling. this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so going back to what you said, uh, good things that you've gotten out of this. I. I used to collect quotes for like ten years. I have notebooks of like things, a lot from like books and movies and stuff, but also just from people in my life when they would say something funny or interesting. I would make note of it and for the first few years not many people knew I was doing it and then it became like my thing but mm. it is really cool people are honored because I guess you are taking notice of something that they said and it had an impact on you and then they're realizing oh my gosh like someone's listening to me and so that's what I think some of these people who have seen your work that's how they're feeling is that not only 
did their words, did you hear them, but you were impacted enough to like reflect on them and share them again. And so I think that's, that's really cool. There's some of the people that you've drawn have like noticed that too and found encouragement in it as well. Yeah, no, that's, that's a really, you know, and again, I try not to do it for that reason. And there, and there are some times where I draw a picture and I'm like, you know, you know, cause you're drawing people. Yeah. Um, and it's, and sometimes with my style, cause it's very line based, um, man, one line can really set the picture off in the wrong way. And I put it mm -hmm. out there and I'm like, oh man, I, I hope they, I hope they respect the, or not respect, but I hope they understand the intentionality in which I put this out, even for though sure, it sure. be the best. Um, and, and they do, you know, people are, are usually very gracious. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think it's, I have thought about how your work has like impacted and probably encouraged your followers, but also the people that you are portraying. So it's really cool how you kind of get to do both. Did Rain yeah, Wilson see it? Yeah. Did you, did Rain Wilson see it? He, if he did, he didn't say anything or, or comment or anything. So I don't know. You know, I assume the, the you know, when you have 3 million followers, like it's just yeah. a dumpster. Like oh, for there's sure. no for looking sure. at the notification. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> That's still very cool. Yeah. I was scrolling back in your work and not only do you have Rain Wilson, you also have Dwight Schrute. So I appreciate yeah. <laughs> that you included both, you know, it's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sure just like with the Ted Lasso versions, I'm sure I actually, I have one. I have, I just clipped it not that long ago. There's a Michael scene in there. So that'll probably show up Yay. in the near future. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so excited. That's great. I'm also watching season three of Ted Lasso right now. So oh. I, that is like mm, close, close I haven't... to my heart right now. I'm like, I started episode two. I haven't gotten back into it yet. So I'm, I'm kind of waiting because I know it's going to be heavy because it's oh, like I the know. last one. And I know. And, I've and then anything, like the way they started it with like fathers and sons, like, I, you know, I don't know, like it, that, that stuff always like kills me. So I'm like, okay, we're, you know, let me wait till time when I can just like, I'm sure I'm going to cry and you know, be impacted. So I'll just wait till I, I'm busy today, but maybe tomorrow. Be <laughs> yeah, be mentally prepared down. for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's funny. Okay, so how does your own faith influence this work that you do? And vice versa, how has this work impacted your faith journey? You know, it's kind of um it's kind of a symbiotic relationship because I I feel like my faith is stronger, you know, again, before it's like, I would, I would try to read, I would try to study, mm -hmm. but it just, I don't know, it just wouldn't click. I always felt like I was faking, you know, where it was like, yeah. you'd sit down and you do the 15 minutes and, you know, it was just like, what am I doing? It never clicked. Um, but when I started drawing, I started paying attention. It really started to come alive for me. And, and especially now, like, so I haven't been as active this year. I'm working on a couple of book contracts and um, one of them is, is drawing stories out of the Bible. And it really comes alive when it's not just, well, I read this thing. It's like, okay, now I have to imagine this person, like, what would they wear? Where would they go? How would they do their hair? And, you know, yeah. so it's like, it's, it's really kind of diving in. Um, and it's, you know, it's a lot of fun because there are some times where I've drawn like, you know, I had one, you, you have to go down quite a bit, but there's like the, the Ezekiel angel, like the real depicted angel mm, with like the mm -hmm. four heads and the rings and the so multiple wings draw. and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you get these images where it's like, 
you know, when you're reading it, you just kind of blur through it. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. it has so many heads. But when you're trying to draw it, it, it really comes alive. You really get to kind of meditate on the material. And, yeah. and, you know, it's like you're researching and you're looking it up. So it, it really comes alive. Um, and so, so that's the way the drawing has improved my faith. But the faith has improved my drawing because now I'm just doing it so much more. You know, like mm-hmm. up until now, it was always this thing I would do every now and then, or like you doodle here or like, Oh, I'm going to draw a piece. And, you know, and then it didn't turn out right. So you put everything away. And then a couple months later, like, I'm going to try again, but now it's like you're drawing all the time. So it's, it's, it's been a, a, a boost in both of those. That's good. I love, I love how they play off each other like that. I also feel like there's been a new wave over the last few years of artists really experiencing their passion as worship whereas I feel like whenever I was a kid the main thing you did for worship is you sing right which is great for (laughs) singers and musicians but there's so many other passions out there and all of it can be a form of worship and lately it's like there's uh, scripture coloring books there's bible journaling and um this new way that you're talking about like experiencing quiet time and sermons by doodling. I think that's just a really fun and unique way of getting to worship with something that you're passionate about. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get that question sometimes, like how can the church use people like, like me that are doing things? And I, Mm. I still don't know, but I think to your point, it's very much a personal thing. You know, it's like a personal worship and I I don't know how to broadcast that or how to use it for multiple people, but yeah, it's, you know, for the longest time, I was like, well, if you're not on the band and you're not, you know, you don't have any deacon, you know, responsibilities, like you can, (laughs) you know, help with the parking ministry or, you know, or you wind up in the kids ministry, which we all do at some point, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. so but yeah, no, it's it's definitely, and I'm encouraged too, because not only do you see, like you said, not only do you see people drawing, I mean, people are creating their own songs or doing their own Bible journaling or, yeah. and it's like, it's so, it's so neat to see online, you know, people who just, who just decorate like pages of the Bible where they do the paintings actually mm-hmm. in the Bible. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I love all the different experimentation and things that people are trying to figure out. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Oh, for sure. Uh, this is reminding me, my church growing up actually was really good about incorporating people of all different kinds of talents. And we've had people like go up on to the stage and paint or draw while worship is happening or while the sermon's happening. And it's like mm. connected and it. And so it, it exists. It's out there. And then, oh, that's you awesome. Know, like you said, it, it can be a personal experience as well. But yeah, it's really cool. Mm, that is awesome. Yeah. Okay, next question. Do you have any practical tips, habits, or routines that help you live a good story? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, the routine is everything. Because once you get out of once you get out of the pocket, it is so hard to get back in. Um, you know, I, it, I found, you know, I read James Clear's book, the, the Atomic Habits, where it's mm-hmm. like, it's basically that whole thing about building habits. And um, and I, with this, I started really slow. It was like, I started doodling. I started drawing at church, but then I wanted to make it more consistent. I was like, I'm going to do this every Sunday. So once a week, I'm going to do this, I'm going to post it. And then, 
you know, that turned to like, well, I'm going to do that plus one original piece. And then it was like two original pieces then three. Um, but it, but it all happened so slowly. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, if I would have started out, like, I'm going to start doing this and then I'm going to draw post five times a week and answer all my DMS and answer. Yep. All, there's no way it's like, it would have fallen apart. So, sure. you know, my practical tips for anybody is if they're, if they're not doing anything, like, start something like don't it and don't put the pressure on yourself like i'm gonna draw for an hour a day it's like draw for like two minutes like seriously just or whatever your your artistic gift is or whatever you want to get into it's like keep it so small but just build that routine up of where yeah. you're actually doing stuff consistently um and then share it i mean it's you know i had the longest time i was like oh i'm not going to share this it's not good but there's something and, and, and like what I do when I find an artist that I like, I love scrolling to the bottom, right? Mm, you just, yeah. you know, just like, where did they start? Or the same thing with YouTube. I like how you go on YouTube and you like, you see this artist or you see this cinematographer or whatever, and you reverse sort to their first video yeah. and they're all awful and you get to see where they <laughs> came from. And so it's like that whole idea of, of, yeah, we're all just sharing our journey really at this point. Um, so yeah, if, if you haven't started, get started. If you're, if you have started and you're not sharing, start sharing because people want to see it for sure. Yeah. I love that. And not just like keeping it to yourself, but be, being a part of like a community of other people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're out there, the the people, and it, it doesn't even have to be that big. I mean, you know, now it's like, I've got a, a couple thousand or, a, you know, tens of thousands of followers. But when I had like, a thousand like there were so many people reaching out and talking and you're like hey i love this art you're doing yeah you too it's like yeah it doesn't take that many people to really feel like you're you've got people who are in your corner and love For to sure. see what you do and love to see you show up so yeah it, it happens pretty quick yeah that's awesome okay who else has a story that has impacted you or has art that you love that you might love to hear share their story on this part podcast uh i'm a real big fan of william warren who started the sketch effect so i don't know if you're familiar with them but they do um it's a great well it's not graphics facilitation but they do like sketch noting but like on a professional level so if you're cool. a, if you have a gastroenterologist convention like they'll come and show up and they've got these giant like whiteboards or like six by eight feet and they, you as you're talking they're like sketching it out and drawing it all in um, cool. But he started a company based on that and hired a whole bunch of people that I became friends with. And um, he's just got a really great story about starting that and doing that. And, and anytime he's like, oh, I'm on a podcast from this, it's usually like, all right, well, I'm listening to that. I've, <laughs> I've heard it all before, but I'm, <laughs> I'm listening Gonna again. Hear it again. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very cool. That's awesome. All right. What books, movies, and shows have inspired you personally, creatively, and spiritually? Um, well, I'll start with books. I mean, I hate to be the, the cliche artist, but the Austin Kleon books, you know, steal like an artist and share your work and keep going are, are great. You can read them in like an hour. They're perfect. Um, the War, War of Art is really good by mm. Stephen Pressfield that one I think is an artist is really good. Neil Gaiman has one. Um, gosh, I've got it around here. I can't remember the name of it. It is, you know what? I, I don't have it in front of me, but he's got one about being an artist. That's really good. 
Um, and then the one, where's it at? Kirby Rosane's. I know I've got that one. Sorry, if you hear me like like flopping around, I'm trying to see if I can grab it. Um, he's got, so Kirby Rosane's is an artist. He's a doodle artist. He was actually really popular. Well, still really popular. He does the, uh, if you go to Target, his coloring books are there, but he'll have oh, cool. the ones where it's like a, a tiger and there's just all kinds of doodles coming out of his hair and it's, you know, you color it in. Um, his Instagram Twitter handle was sketchy stories, which is where mm. I, what I stole sketchy sermons from. Nice, um, nice. But that's a book I always go back to um, just, you know, as an inspiration, it's because that was the first time where I saw somebody drawing for fun and just posting and having a good time. And I was like, well, I could do that at some point. Yeah. I procrastinated for, <laughs> you know, seven or eight years after seeing that, but still, I, uh, you know, went on there um you know movies i mean i, I kind of like watching the the same thing everybody else is i like ted lasso and I, I don't have a whole lot of time for for movies and stuff like that i mean i'm uh you know i i grew up on a bunch of 80s and 90s movies so those are always in my wheelhouse and i i mentioned those quite a bit you know the the say anything breakfast club you know like all those all those guys from way I, back in the day so. i literally just came from an 80s themed party where i dressed my eight month old as bender from breakfast club oh that's awesome it was, oh, that's great. It was pretty cute it was pretty cute <laughs> yeah oh that's excellent <laughs> um yeah and then you know it's like i i don't know i try to be varied you know it's interesting i you know as a as a you know, I never thought any of this stuff would have any relevance on a Christian page. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, as a Christian artist, I probably should just stick to Christian stuff. But I don't know. It, it's it's kind of a it's, it's sometimes I'll quote or put something on there that's a little out of band, um, you know, and it kind of reveals my personality. And it just I don't know, it, it just makes it more interesting. Like we can, again, kind of going back to your earlier question, like we could take inspiration from these other things. There's still artists out there. They might not yeah. be They're They're not directly serving the Lord, but they're still putting his wisdom out there and we can take that and take inspiration from it from sure. sure. Um, and then comic right. books. I'm still a old school comic book fan. I don't, oh, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't get the pool list as much anymore. Like back in the day, I don't buy the physical copies, but um, I'm, I'm forever a comic book fan. So I always like reading graphic novels, any of that stuff, even like the, their kids books, but I like the Nathan Hale books where it's like the, the graphic novel of like the history, the history things that have happened. So yeah. Um, yeah. All that's fun. So I, I take inspiration from all that. Very cool. Love that. All right. Is there anything that you want to add or reiterate from our conversation? Man, I would just encourage people, um, you know, the thing I always try to, to say, uh, you know, I procrastinated on doing anything with art for the longest time. And really it was because there was like a money aspect. I was doing it. I would say that thing where I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do something with my art, which usually meant I was going to make money from it. And so mm -hmm. like in the early two thousands, I was going to start a web comic and then I was going to, you know, you know, I saw on, Shark Tank, the guy sold the, I'll draw you a cat for like $50,000. I was like, I can do that because I've got a Sharpie marker too. And, you know, a modicum of artistic talent. But um, 
you know, when I finally separated the money aspect from the art and just made the art without any expectations of anything from it, mm-hmm. it really came alive for me. And I wish I could go back and tell myself to stop trying to monetize or to do something with your art and just make stuff, just get in yeah. there and start doing things. Um you know, and that's it. And I still try to do that now. Like I'm not, you know, I, I've got a day job. Sketchy sermons isn't my full time thing. And, you know, there, there's there's sales and there's stickers and there's book contracts and all that. And that stuff's fun. But it's, you know, when you kind of start selling your services as an artist, you kind of bring in a whole bunch of expectations to a thing that you love. And it sometimes it doesn't become a thing you love anymore. And so I would just encourage people, mm. if you're out there, if you're an artist, but you're not making art, kind of like we said earlier, like just start, just start making stuff. Don't put any expectations on it. Don't, don't feel like you have to like post some beautiful thing to Instagram. Just get out there, start making the art, make it easy on yourself, enjoy it. And I think a lot would come from that for sure. For sure. So I am interested about these book contracts you you've mentioned. Can you give us any more, <laughs> any more details on that? Not really. Uh, they're coming out in 2025. So, and honestly, I'm I'm overbooked. I, you know, like I said earlier, I'm a people pleaser, and somebody's mm. like, "Hey, could you do this thing?" And I'm like, "Yes, I can. No problem." <laughs> um, so yeah, I can't go into them too much. Uh, that that has been why I've slowed down a lot this year because I'm working mm. on those and trying to sure. knock those out. So. Uh, that'll be done in November and I'll be able to talk about them a little more in the next year. 2024 will be a lot of, will probably be more promotion for some of those for projects sure. and whatnot. So um, one of them is a, is a graphic novel about uh, Eric Liddell, the, the Olympic runner cool. uh, and missionary. And the other one is a, is a, a Bible project. I can't go into too much other than that, but it, but it involves a lot of my artwork centered around uh you know, stories around the Bible and it, and I'm getting a lot of freedom to really take some uh, creative risks, which is interesting and scary in the biblical realm because people For take sure. things very seriously, which, mm-hmm. which they should, but <laughs> we'll see yeah. how that goes. But, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been good. It's, I, I never thought in a million years I'd have a book deal and it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, wow, this, this, this happened and it's crazy. So it's, uh, it's, it's exciting for sure. Yeah. That's very cool. All right. Well, where can we find you and your work on all the different socials? Yeah, I'm pretty much sketchy sermons everywhere. I'm not on TikTok or, you know, any of the newer ones, but uh, Facebook, Twitter or X, I guess now, um, Instagram threads, all that stuff. I'm at sketchy sermons. Uh, You can, and my website, sketchysermons.com. And you can always reach me at Paul at sketchy sermons if you have any questions or anything like that. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was so great chatting with you. Yeah, no, thank you. I really appreciate it. I saw some of the other guests you had with uh, like Jordan Rayner and 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 J.R.R. Joking, which oh, I was yeah. super excited about. So I haven't <laughs> listened to that episode yet, but I'm so excited to get, to catch that one. So, Oh, for uh, sure. It was great. No, I'm super humbled that you'd want to talk to me. And if I can help out in any way, like, let me know. This was awesome. Of course. Thank you so much. I hope you have a good one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you too. Thank you. Thanks for joining me for 11Zs. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review, subscribe, 
Tune in each Thursday and tell your friends. You can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at KDSubcreations and check out my blog and other free content at the link in the description. Now go where you must go and hope.